if something's on your heart today, something that you want to manifest right after you listen to this podcast, go take one action that's going to bring you closer to that manifestation. Because I promise you, if you just take one action every single day, they will compound over time to the point where you're living in your manifestation and you're like, oh my God, how did I get here? Welcome to Soulful Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. Your weeping, tell us about your travels. I know you're in Florence right now. Yes, so I'm in Florence right now. Um, I was just in Lucca, Italy, which is a small town outside of Florence. It was beautiful. I'm here in Florence for three days and then Portugal on Wednesday. And it's always fun, like balancing, moving from one Airbnb to the next and figuring Mm. out the Wi-Fi and like, where's the perfect spot in the Airbnb? You have to really do your research as well when you're going to the Airbnb, right? To make sure they have the right Wi-Fi and everything. Oh yeah. I have some crazy Airbnb stories. Oh really? (laughs) Go and give us a small one. (laughs) Well, the last time we were just at, um, the, so we got to the Airbnb and we wanted to wash all of our clothing from traveling. So we were just in Croatia last mm-hmm, week before. Mm-hmm. So we had a ton of dirty clothes. We throw it in the washing machine and the cycle ends after three hours and we cannot unlock the washing machine. <laughs> it's what unlock three days. Our clothing sat in the washing machine. <laughs> And then at 8.30 in the morning, this Italian man comes by who doesn't speak any English. He's Mm. yelling at us. And long story short, they're trying to charge us and say that we broke the washing machine. And we're like, excuse me, you owe us for our damaged clothing. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. But it like always works out. Yeah, you have to adjust to it and see it as a bit of fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good story. Cool. So if you could give our listeners a little introduction to what is your mission and what is your big why behind what it is you do and who are you? (laughs) Awesome. So um, I am a dancer, performer, and I empower women to start online businesses, specifically creative women, so they can leave their nine to five jobs leave the corporate world, be able to travel, live wherever they want and change others' lives. Um, mm-hmm. So I help them build their online businesses from scratch. And it's nice. been amazing doing that. Yes, I've been managing companies in New York City for a long time and performing there. And then just last year, I started my business and quit my nine to five and have been traveling and doing this since. I love that. So what are the principles behind what you do to help people? Because I know your business is move, move and manifest. So how does that all link into what it is you do? So in, you know, in building a business and being able to leave your nine to five job, there's a lot of strategies that go into that. Like I teach all of my clients the strategies, the step-by-step process to be able to build their business, make 10K months, be able to 
have financial freedom. But if you don't have the embodiment side behind freedom, behind manifesting the life of your dreams, it doesn't happen. And I see this all the time. I'll give someone a strategy on how to get more clients or how to build their business. But if they don't embody the belief or embody their higher self and believe that it's possible for them, it doesn't happen. So in my Move and Manifest work, I've brought in all my work that I've done in education and dance and embodiment and movement and really teach people how to embody their future self. What would the person do that's jumping around from Croatia to Florence and Italy and running a big business? How would she show up in the world? And so that's what we start with. And then we go into, okay, how do we actually... How do we actually make the money so that you can manifest a life that looks like making 10K plus a month and being able to live wherever you want? Mm, I love that. And I think embodiment is so important, especially as you said there, we can believe it all we want, but if we're not embodying that energy, then it's not really going to show up in our reality. So how do the energetics work there in terms of embodiment? How does that actually go from someone who is just doing this strategy to embodying who they are? What sort of practices do they have to do? What sort of things do they have to make sure that they work on in order to actually show up and be that future version of themselves that they want to eventually step into? Yes. So it's, it's like a muscle and it must be practiced daily. I give my clients uh, certain mantras, affirmations, statements that they can use to rewire their subconscious mind. But at the end of the day, your brain will yell, this is BS, if you're energetically not matching it. So if you are just saying like, I am manifesting the life of my dreams and your energy is low, they're not balanced there. And so what we do is a lot of like standing up. Sometimes we'll get on on a Zoom call, on a coaching call, and walk around the room together or put on music that literally raises your vibration or I'll ask them to do a creative improv, like embody the version of yourself that has your manifestation. How would she move through space? And by doing so, it activates muscle memory in the body. You already know how to show up as your future self physically um, so that when you are creating that reality, you've already embodied it. So you already know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people will be thinking here now, okay, I'm in this moment here of embodying my future self, but they start becoming obsessive with the idea of the outcome of what they want. And that kind of creates a sense of fear and anxiety in that embodiment itself. So how do we embody it, but not from a perspective of wanting and grasping at something that obviously isn't right here in the present moment in the physical but we can feel it energetically how do we move past that fear and that frustration that we get when it's not showing up even if we are embodying that energy the fear and frustration are so real and I call that manic manifesting it's like you're filling your schedule, you're checking the boxes, you're doing the embodiment practices, you're screaming your affirmations, you're hiring the coach, and nothing is happening. And the way to get out of that is truly to enjoy the journey and enjoy the uncertainty. Like, how can we as a population start to enjoy the challenges that come up? Hmm. How can we surrender to them? allow them to happen and trust that the universe has our back, that this is happening for a reason. 
Because what will happen is you will manifest what you want. You will manifest like the partner, the life, the career, whatever. And then when you get to that manifestation, something else will challenge you. It's like new level, new devil. It's like, okay, and now we're on another journey and you're going to manic manifest and you're going to have all these fears and frustrations until you get to the next platform. And um, Tony Robbins always talks about that. It's like, if we're not growing, we're dying. And so it's okay that when you get a manifestation, you always want to manifest something else. But it's so important that in the journey of uncertainty of that fear and frustration that you're talking about, that we're surrendering to it. And in those moments, like allowing ourselves to trust the process and to also like take a nap, like also relax. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We forget to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's take care of yourself. A lot of uh, the word surrender, I think a lot of people, we hear that a lot so much. And I think it's such a key in the process is that letting go and that surrendering. So what would be your your top techniques to actually start to surrender? Because I think we, we talk about it, but people don't really know how to actually do it. They think that, do I, do I just forget about my manifestation, set it and forget it and never bring it up again? Or do I do it? They get a bit confused of how to surrender. So what would be your top techniques on actually how to surrender? Um, okay, so one of them would be to, in the mornings, write down what you want your future to look like. Read it out loud, stand up, embody it, walk around while reading it, all of those things. And then to do a moment of just tuning in. Like this could be a meditation, this could be a prayer, this could just be a 10 minutes of silence by yourself. But the important part is that you are deeply tuning into who you are, that you're letting go of everything that is happening around you. And you're just taking a minute to like tap back into that source connection. Like, who am I? Why am I really here? How powerful am I? Um, Because so often we'll like go pick up the cell phone and we'll scroll on social media and that pulls us out from who we really are. Or we'll go on our computer or someone in your household or roommate or a partner will bother you or whatever. But when we tap back into who we really are, these like divine magical gods that have been placed on this planet then we can remember and trust that what we wrote down, what has been placed on our soul is meant for us. And so that's Mm -hmm. one like more spiritual technique, but another just technique can be go relax, go experience more joy, go get your nails done, go shopping, um, go fuel your body with healthy foods, go work out. Again, I'm big on the naps, like go get some sleep, go into that unconscious territory. Um, and then whenever you feel that the manic, the fear and frustration come up, rather than focusing on that, can you focus on what your life looks like when you've manifested that freedom? Hmm. Hmm. And I think that's important because we have to stay true to that vision as much as we are living in the present moment. We have to stay true to that vision. I think there's a balance, right, between setting it and 
practicing it and embodying it, but also that ability to surrender to the flow of life. And I guess that's kind of in that embodiment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just Mm. allowing it to, allowing it to just happen and and trust that even if you're experiencing challenges or the uncertainty, that it's just a part of the process. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to enjoy everything that unfolds as we go through it and I think some people will ask in this moment well I don't know what I want how am I meant to set something that I don't even know what I want I don't know what my I don't know what my future will look like I don't know what I want to become what do we do in those moments when we actually don't even know what our purpose is or what we want as a lot of people will chase that idea Yes, I love this question, Emma, and I hear this all the time. And to be mm. honest, I think it's total BS. <laughs> I'm just like putting it out there. I know that every single person actually knows what their purpose is. When you start to dig and talk with someone, uh, for example, I was on a call the other day and someone was telling me about how she wants this job because it allows her to have more time freedom. And then all of a sudden she said, oh, and also like, I eventually want to do a TED talk and like whispered it under her voice. And I was like, what? You want to do a TED talk? Let's talk more about that. But she was so afraid because of fear of society and like, that's not possible for you. And then we talked about it more and she was like, I actually want to be like more visible. Like I want to be basically famous. And I was like, okay, now we're talking. Now we're actually following that true Um, true purpose. So if you don't know what your purpose is, quote unquote, don't know, I would challenge you to just do some writing and dreaming on what would your ideal life look like? Mm. Ideal life, write down every single thing about it and know that you can have that life and you can go after one of those dreams and along the way to that dream, you decide, nope, this isn't what I want to be doing. Switch. Mm. There's this massive issue in society where people think that they have to get one job and stay in this job forever. When we are these like multifaceted, multi-passionate human beings. And it's a really old way of thinking of I have to get one degree, one career, one job, retire, die. <laughs> mm. And, and, and your purpose can change and it can totally do many, many things. Totally. I love that. And I think the ability to adapt is, is a big part of being an entrepreneur and even someone who, who chooses the corporate life and chooses that lifestyle, being able to adapt and realize that the person, the place they're at isn't serving them as an individual anymore. And being able to adapt is, is that is where we learn from embodiment, learning to be in flow and mo- move with that flow. And I love, I love what you said there about, you know, we all know this at a deeper level. It's doing that internal work. So how important do you think doing the internal work is before you start moving into what you're actually creating? Oh, okay. So I'm really, really big on the action. Mm. I'm big on like, just start anyways. I love that. Because the internal work is going to happen along the way. Like I, I know you know this, but like having a business is like therapy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Very hard sometimes as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it to see it's like it's a, it's a reflection of yourself. Yes, yes, it's a mirror. My uh the way my business is running is a direct like mirror image of what's going on internally. 
So, mm. so yeah, I'm big into action. And that's what I do with all my clients. Like rather than let's sit and think about what your business is within the first week, we have an idea of what it is. We get it out there into the audience, into action. And then along the way, if they don't like their, who they're serving or how they're serving them, we can adjust and change. But the purpose is that you are putting yourself out there from the start and taking action. Mm. And that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is actually just putting themselves out there. And how do you think is the best way to build the confidence to do that? Or is it just a matter of just doing it and just learning along the way, as you've said? I I truly think it's just doing it. Mm, I agree with you. <laughs> That's how I started. I was like, I'm not confident. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just going to do it and then see what happens. <laughs> and And like you said, you learn so much along the way. And for you, in terms of actually when you're along the way and you're encountering these roadblocks and you're encountering these things, um, how do you best navigate that and begin to adapt to that? Because I think a lot, like you said earlier, a lot of people are stuck with this mentality of staying in one job, staying in one place. So how do we also, you know, just get out there and do it, but then also develop the ability to, to adapt as we move along? So um, when I first put my nine to five, I left to start my business, was living in Costa Rica, and I started experiencing all of these challenges, like illnesses in my family, crazy things were happening in Costa Rica. I was like in a home with scorpions and roaches at one point. <laughs> um, I was like, the universe, what is happening? I'm supposed to be manifesting this beautiful life. And um, so rather than forcing myself to continue to take action and put myself out there, that was a moment where I had to step back and kind of do a bird's eye view of, okay, what is really going on here? Why am I manifesting this external reality? What is that internal work that I need to do? Like you're talking about um, to, to make a change there. And so then I definitely went into internal work, like more working out, more dancing, more connecting with women that, I knew would help me get to where I wanted to be investing in myself and then again, taking action. So there are some times in your business and in life when maybe taking action isn't, um, isn't necessary that you do Mm. need to do that. Like let's take a break here, take a nap, relax, and then we'll get back into action. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of that uh, inspired action, isn't it? That aligned action, doing the the action that actually is in line and is aligned with your goal or your purpose or what you want to create. So if you're not in that in that moment feeling aligned with what you're creating and you maybe have to, like we said, readjust slightly, it's going back to yourself and figuring out, okay, what do I need to work on here in order for me to adapt in a more flow state? And I think... For a lot of people, when they start to build that, they start to see success, they start to see things happening, they also start to get a fear then, right? They start thinking, oh my goodness, I've actually got to step up to this next level. I've got to step into this new territory. I don't know how to navigate it. How do we deal with that? Because that is a different type of fear. That is a different type of navigation that we have to figure out. How do we deal with, with moving into actually we've manifested what we want and we're like, ah, now what do I do? (laughs) Yes. This happens all the time. Self-sabotaging. 
you'll manifest exactly what you want. And then all of a sudden you're like, how do I balance this now? How do I deal with this? For example, a quick story is one of my clients. She uh, just hit 5k months in her first month in business, which was awesome. And then she was like, oh my God, how do I, how do I work with these clients? Like, Mm. how do I balance a business? How do I, um, how do I do X, Y, Z now that I have this? And so that's going back to what we talked about at the beginning, in the beginning, new level, new devil. And so don't allow yourself to self-sabotage this beautiful life that you're creating. And the more you can tune into yourself, the more you can find those self-sabotaging habits like procrastination, maybe it's like binging on alcohol over like consumption in television, Netflix, et cetera, um, negative thought cycles. The more that you can catch those habits and like cut them out of your life, the quicker you can get back to aligning with that manifestation and that you can do this. And, um, you know, one of the more tangible steps that you can take is let's say you've just manifested a business and you're earning 5k months. And now you're afraid that you're not going to get your clients results. One of the things that you can do is, Go back through all your client testimonials. Go back through all your client database and read some of those testimonials Mm. and gotten people results before to build your belief again that if you've done it once, you can do it again. Mm, mm, I love that. It's such a great reminder for yourself and the power that you have within yourself. So I kind of wanted to to just ask one, one question about alignment because we talked about being in alignment, being in alignment. How do we actually get into alignment? What is that process of actually being aligned with the manifestation of the thing that we want? So we're manifesting this new job or this business that we want and we have to step into that that vibrational frequency, as we would call it, in this space. But how do we actually get aligned with ourselves so that we're matching the manifestation that we want to bring into our life? Yes. Okay. So I talk and work with my clients a lot on aligning their energy. But before we do that, signs that your energy isn't aligned are things like you wake up exhausted, you're waiting for the weekend, you hate your job, you're constantly complaining. You don't want to be around your friends. Um, you don't want to put yourself out there on social media. You're doubting yourself. Those are all red flags that your energy is totally misaligned. Okay, so now how to align your energy are doing things like meditating over your manifestations, hanging out with people that will get you to where you want to be, investing in a mentor, a coach, a guide, whatever that is living the life that you want and can get you results um, by investing in them. Another one is, I said this before, but like eating healthy, really, really taking care of your body, um, removing things like binge drinking alcohol, binging on anything like that. And then as far as on a more internal level is doing the writing behind it, the morning writing of what do you want your future to look like? And then going out and taking the action. And when you take the action, you'll know if that manifestation is aligned with you or not, if that's what you want to be doing. And then Mm. you'll, you'll reroute it 
and, and until it's perfectly aligned with what you want to do. And we're always evolving. And we talked about this before, but it's like, you can change your purpose along the way. You can change your pathway as you're going. Mm-hmm. And it's just being open to different perspectives of ways which which unfold in this letting go of that control element, right? As we we touched on earlier, that surrender to also not just what you want, but also what the universe sometimes knows is best for you and the path that is of, as Abraham Hicks would say, of least resistance. And if we surrender to that, then we can actually create something more powerful in the end. Yes. I love mm. Abraham Hicks and I love mm. a path of least resistance. And that, so that's more things like, go out and hang out with your friends, like put on a fun movie, have a dance party, um, wear the power accessories, the jewelry, the fun things that make you feel alive and excited. Mm, mm, I love that. Cause it's, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> raising your vibration and being in alignment is not always the action that has to feel heavy and the work. It's also the elements of fun in your life you know what do you enjoy doing do you live by the sea and love swimming so go for a swim if you're if your inner beings telling you to go for a swim it's finding those elements as well right yeah yeah mm. and something you just said sparked something about um like talking to the universe mm. this has been really big for me is i hear so many clients say i'm looking for signs from the universe and i do this all the time of course i ask for signs But rather than thinking it's a sign from an external force, like you are a universe. You, Emma, are a beautiful, incredible universe. And so what you're really asking for is a sign from your higher self. It's not some like external thing that's going to just Mm. want the song playing and that's your sign. It's you are asking your higher self for it to return to you. Mm, I love that. And that's that trust in yourself, right? Yeah. Because uh, when you trust in yourself, in my eyes, you trust in that which is greater than you because you are a creator in your reality with the co-creator, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's been oh. really big, really big for me recently. It's like we're so focused on the external, like mm. someone else is going to do it for me, some like spirit guides want to come along and mm. drop a sign, but like we – get to decide our destiny and and where we're going. Mm, I love that. And as much as those things are great tools and are great for us to utilize along the journey, like I agree with you, the power and the trust should start with yourself first, master that, and then start looking into helping yourself with crystals and spirit guides and dabbling into those areas. (laughs) Yes, Yes. Yes. I love that. So where can people find you if they're looking to work with you? Uh, all over Instagram at Bridget James Lang. That's where I hang out. I provide so much information on how you can manifest freedom, leave your job, travel, start the business, um, find the life that you're looking for on Instagram. Mm, I love that. So that will all be in the show notes. So you can find that there. And we just finish up with one final question that I ask all my guests, and that's to share a message from your soul. So whatever comes up for you intuitively right now. A message from my soul. It's so around dancing. It's so around embodiment. Um, And it's about just if something's on your heart today, something that you want to manifest right after you listen to this podcast, go take one action 
that's going to bring you closer to that manifestation. Because I promise you, if you just take one action every single day, they will compound over time to the point where you're living in your manifestation and you're like, oh my God, how did I get here? Mm, and it really does happen like that. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure. And I just wanted to honor you for the work that you're doing because I think it's so important to give that space for people who are really looking to step out into something that they want to and how to really embody that in their life. So thank you for the work that you're doing and thank you for coming on the show. Okay, Emma, thank you so much. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.